Hello and welcome to Genuine Connections, where we invite friends and strangers to just talk, share stories, and genuinely connect. I'm your host, Jen, and this is Trey. Hey, everyone. Hello, Trey. So I just met Trey a few minutes ago. You're going to start seeing a trend of me just meeting people and inviting them into my home and just going with the podcast. So welcome, Trey. What is that, what is that short for? Uh, Ken Trey. Ken Trey. Yeah. Do you, do you not like it when people call you Ken Trey? No. So actually, most people from back home call me Ken Trey. Most people in Tampa just call me Trey. How so I answer both. Honestly, I don't know. I just think when I just came to college, I just told people to call me Trey. Just because it's easier? Yeah, because I would always tell them my name. Then they'll be like, what? And I was like, just call me Trey. So I just think more people just call me that. Okay. Yeah, okay. but I answer them both, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, so yeah. there's no preference, really. No. Okay, nice. So today we're going to talk about relationships. I'm very excited because I love talking about relationship stuff, and I hope you like listening to it. Are you ready? <laughs> yep. Actually, Trey chose this topic. Why did you choose this? Um, everyone wants to know about relationships or learn about relationships or talk about them. Even when you're in your friend groups, for the most part, you're talking about your relationships or any breakups that you had. So I think most people would want to listen to that type of topic. Why do you think people are so interested in always talking about relationships? Uh, I think as a people, we build our lives and our successes off of you know, relationships. When we get something that we want in life, who are the first person that we talk to? We talk to either our significant other, we talk to our family, our friends. Um, so everything that we do is from a relationship standpoint. Um, when we travel, a lot of times we travel to meet new people or we bring our friend groups with us. So everything that we do is interconnected with other people. Totally agree. I mm -hmm. totally agree. And I tell people, like, we, this is how we function as a society, is with each other and working mm -hmm. with each other. And without one another, not only do we not survive, but we're not able to even thrive if we're not in a solid relationships with one another. Like, that's why, all right, I'm about to bring COVID into this, but <laughs> that's why I think COVID was so detrimental. It's like we were being told that we need to isolate ourselves from other people. Mm -hmm. And so mental illnesses were skyrocketing, like, like, like depression rates were skyrocketing and like people just felt so like lonely and sad and depressed. And I think motivation to do anything, to have any drive just dropped because we just felt so isolated. And I actually read a book recently called Social Chemistry that being socially isolated is just as bad as being obese or just as bad as smoking every day. Like it's so incredibly unhealthy for you to isolate yourself. And mm -hmm. so it, we we just need it. We need it. It's a necessity. So I think that's why people love talking about it because it's just, it's a part of our daily lives and we need it to function and thrive. So I like that you came up with that topic to talk about. We, I haven't even talked about it yet. Are <laughs> well, you ready for the first, first time? <laughs> yeah, so he came up with, Trey came up with um, questions that we can both answer and I'll come up mm -hmm. with my own questions on the fly. So what's your first question? Okay, uh, what do you look for in your, I guess, your significant other or your person? What qualities do you look for? 
I have a list on my phone, and it's lengthy. <laughs> it is so lengthy. I would say there's like 15 to 20 things on the list. So is is the guy supposed to have all 15 or 20 of those things? That, that's a great question. Um, no. Like, I have priorities on it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, when you read the list and you're done reading it, you're like, that's actually reasonable. Like, like everything on the, on the list seems reasonable. But let me just tell you, I would say, my top three to five things. Okay. Uh, sense of humor is huge. For me, I love comedy. I love laughing. Mm-hmm. So if this person is not funny, or if I personally don't think this person is funny, or we don't have the same sense of humor, it's a no-go. Like, if I'm not, if I need to, like, a time in my life where I need to be cheered up, or... Actually, that doesn't even matter. I just want someone who's fucking funny. <laughs> like, it doesn't even matter. I, that's so incredibly important to me. I also need someone that I can feel totally comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people have weird things about them, and I don't want to feel like I have to walk on eggshells for some reason. Like, can I just be who I am around you? And not only that, they're like, I don't want to be so comfortable where I become a lazy ass. I want to be comfortable, but I also want to be challenged. Like, don't always let me decide what we do. I want to be able to choose what we do, but also, like, say, hey, dude, like, let's do this too. Mm-hmm. And if I'm complaining, like, slap me in the face and say, like, get out of your comfort zone for once kind of thing. So I want someone who I can be comfortable with, but will also push me and challenge me. Um, I feel like those are, like, my top things also something that i tell people is like i think having the ymca values is big like integrity respect responsibility you know like i think those are just like great values that the ymca has and i think i feel like everybody should have those they're just really good um i'm very active so i don't want to be someone that's a couch potato um I think that's those are just the biggies for me. What so about what do, about you, you? do you have a Ooh, politics too? Politics too. I would say I lean more conservative. Okay. So if they're like uber progressive, that's a that's a no go for me. Okay. Before I answer mine, my question is: Do you have a limit? So is there a limit of oh he doesn't meet seven of these qualities? So. I'm not going to talk to him. Is there a limit that you have set? Okay, you don't know me, so I don't date. Which is hilarious because I'm on hinge, so everybody thinks I date. But I I am like a fucker. Oh, wow, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm saying this. But, oh, fuck. It's recorded now. I know, it's recording. Okay, I'm trying to swear less on this, on this podcast, too. I got to swear less. So, mm. So I, I grew up in Washington State, okay. and I moved to Florida a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I was in Washington, there was my friends and my solid, stable relationships. That was it. Mm-hmm. My friends, my relationships, no gray area. And I started dating really late in life, like very in high school. I only had two relationships before I moved to Florida. That was it. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Florida, and then my brain is on spring breaker mentality for two years. Like... <laughs> Like, there's... I still have my friends, but and that explodes. I would say my friend group just explodes. Mm-hmm. And But I, I'm not serious in relationships anymore. I'm like, you know what? I don't even know what I want anymore in life. So let's just have fun. So I end up becoming 
I'm more like in the friends with benefits stage right now. Okay. Yeah. And ever since I moved to Florida, that's where I've been. Florida's pretty fast life compared to Washington, though. Um, you know, I actually thought of recently, I think currently in 2021, Florida is the new New York. The opportunities here are incredible. You can live your life the way you want to. You can mm-hmm. do whatever you want, whenever you want. Like, there's so much growth here that I think Florida is the new New York. I had an interesting thought, but I'll say Florida's new Cali because a lot of the companies from Cali are coming here now too. Everyone's coming here. I came yeah. here, like, and I'm from the West Coast. But yeah, there's a, a ton. I'm, I'm like, I'm one of the COVID flockers. Okay. You know, and I think Governor DeSantis has done a great job just letting people choose what they think is right for them. Mm-hmm. And they'll either reap the rewards or they'll reap the consequences of those choices. Like, they will let them take accountability of their actions based off what happens, mm-hmm. just whatever happens. And, like, in Seattle, it is super controlled. You don't get to, get to choose for yourself. I mean, in sort of the way you do, but, like, I wouldn't get to, if I weren't vaccinated, I wouldn't be able to go anywhere. I couldn't go to a restaurant. I couldn't mm-hmm. go to the mall. Like, you're changed. You're pretty much changed your house. This, this, this changed very, very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what are, what are you looking for in a, a relationship? I think generally guys have very small lists, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um. So, I don't really need someone to cook for me. I can really cook for myself. So. Yes, that's what I need. See, see, my, see, my list keeps going. I'm so needy. My list keeps going. I suck at cooking. Oh, that, well, you can say cooking classes, but yeah, you don't really need that. Um, <laughs> for the most part, I just like a, a girl that I can just chill with, be myself around. Um, someone that I can go out places, uh, have fun. Um, obviously, someone that I can bring home to mom because, you know, that's important. Mm-hmm. Um... That's a, that's really it. Nice. I don't really want anyone that's like super high tempered um, or a hot head. Um, mm-hmm. But that's uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. So you want someone that's kind, easygoing, mm-hmm. someone that's good with the family. What are the other first couple things you said? Um, you don't really have to cook. Uh, to cook. Really just share my same values. I think that's important too, especially yes, when you want to Yes, that common values are huge. You, you got to have the, the values, otherwise you're going to clash uh, somewhere down too the line. But um, oh, oh. that's pretty much it. This is why I don't do relationships, actually. And I don't know if I ever will or it'll be very hard. This is why I could see myself committing, but not made, probably not getting married. Mm-hmm. Because you said common values are important, and mm-hmm. I totally agree. But people can drastically change. It could be some kind of event or traumatic experience or just life. Like you just learn and you grow and you can grow into a completely different person. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen people change and they just don't work out anymore. Like at one point in time, they're great for each other and then they grow and they develop and change into completely different people and then they're all of a sudden not great for each other anymore. So that's why I have a hard time committing I think also just from, like, observing other people's relationships. I'm just like, holy crap, this is not uh, advantageous for anybody anymore. Um, So common values can, like, people can also grow into each other. And they can become stronger, but they can also diverge. And you just never know. You never know. Like, when you get married, you're like, 
we will be together forever no matter what and then shit blows up in their faces and it's like just kidding this sucks ass I'm gonna go I really encounter that I, I do have a lot of people that uh, I guess were married and aren't married anymore or just had really bad breakups but my parents are still married so they've been married for 26 25 26 years now so I've had like a good um, indication of what a good online relationship is like. That's really so, good. Um, I don't think a lot of people nowadays actually have that type totally of... Totally agree. Um, especially when I came to Tampa. So in Jacksonville, pretty much everyone in my neighborhood, their parents are still, oh. still married. Oh, really? Yeah, no way. Married. Pretty much, uh, I think one family next door to me just recently got divorced like last year. But other than that, everyone in my neighborhood, for the most part, like my close friends, their parents are still married. Um, I didn't really see like a lot of single parents of like close friends to me until I came to USF when it was like flipped. The majority of people that I was around, their parents weren't together. They were in single parent households. So I have a different, I guess, outlook on relationships compared to other people. I think mine's mm -hmm. a little bit more optimistic. Right, because you had that more stable upbringing. Mm -hmm. That's really good. We actually need more people like that, I think, because it's just very... State. We need more stability. Mm. I feel like we need more of that stability. So that's really cool. My parents are the same. I feel like I had that stable upbringing because like my parents have been married for 100 years. I don't know. <laughs> Forever. But it, I feel like their relationship is very exemplary. Mm. Like even if there was uh, arguments, there was never like throwing or yelling. Like, like they would get maybe a little bit hot. Mm. Like, you know, that makes sense. But... There's never any hostility, you know, mm -hmm. like they would always overcome. And for the most part, everything was just fun and easygoing. And I don't know. It was just, it was just very exemplary and they're still together. Yeah. Is it, was it kind of like that? Uh, yeah. Cause obviously you're not going to see, especially when living in a household of people that's married, you're not always going to see the good side. So you're going to see like the best parts of marriage and you're going to see the, the worst, worst parts of marriage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the best thing to see is how they uh, have con conflict resolution. If they yes. have that, then I think that's what made it more, um, I guess, feasible for me to see that I can actually have a long-lasting relationship with someone. Um, obviously, the times are different now. They got married in, like, the 90s. It's 2020s right now. So I think the way that you find your mates or you work through relationships is different, um, especially with, like, the Internet, because with the Internet, you have, like, access to pretty much everyone. Um, do you think that your upbringing has influenced you for the worse or for the better when it comes to relationships? That's a really good question. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, has my upbringing influenced me? For oh, I would definitely say the better because I feel like my parents showed me what it looks like to have a positive, strong relationship. Mm-hmm. And even though I don't want that, I know what it looks like. And I don't need to have that romantically. I can have that with my friends. Mm -hmm. Like, I've seen them handle issues. I've seen them just be, like, have fun together. I've seen them, uh, I don't know, I've just seen them in a lot of different, interacting in a lot of different ways, whether we're going on vacation, whether they're just chilling at home, whether they're interacting with us, the children. Like, I've seen good communication and positive interactions and even if I don't have that with a significant other, I can still, like, that's modeling to me as a child. And I can use that and learn from that with any relationship. Mm -hmm. And I actually think that's 
why I'm good at like networking and communication uh, because of what I've seen from my parents. Okay, scenario. So let's say you meet you meet a guy that has like all twenty things, or not even even all twenty, because that's not gonna happen most likely. Yeah, I was let's gonna say, say this is not realistic at all. Okay, let's say he has seventy five percent. So let's say out of the twenty, he has okay. fifteen. Let's go fifteen. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't consider a long lasting relationship with him? I have a really hard time with high hypotheticals. Why? Because because I just do. <laughs> Because it's not real. It's not real. That's why. But I would need to see this person in real life. They would have to like. I have high standards. (laughs) Okay, so the average person is probably only going to have maybe seventy percent of the things that you're looking for. I know that's why I have a hard time, and and I'm just not in that phase. That's the problem. It's like (laughs) first of all, I have super high standards. Okay. And uh, I'm just not. And, and, I, and I also partly think I'm not a very good girlfriend. Mm. I do not think I'm good at relationships. But, which is funny, because I have people that want to date me. Mm. And I tell them, don't. <laughs> I'm like, you actually don't want to date me, because I'm not a great... I'm a much better friend than I am a girlfriend. And I mm. will literally tell them that. And I'm like, I'm really just trying to save you from me. Please don't date me. <laughs> don't do it. Um, and sometimes they'll be like, oh, like you're funny, Jen, or, or I know that you can be difficult, but I'm willing to try. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just like in the, I think I just have very high standards and I'm selfish and I'm just in the part of my life right now where I'm focused on me. I'm working on me. I'm still figuring out like so many aspects of my life. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to focus on another person so much when I'm still trying to focus on me and the thing is I love friends I love friends I'm so great with friends Mm -hmm. but there's not as much of a commitment to friends as there is in a significant other I don't know I I think friendship is very underrated right now like in my opinion I I don't know just thinking about how to get through a lot of hard times or just going out and having good times I can easily go to just my my really good friends. I don't know. I'm just more of a friend person right now too. Do you think? Do you think you're uh, you're like a self fulfilling prophecy? So because you're thinking that you're a bad girlfriend, that that actually is what's becoming. No, this is from experience. From two relationships. Yeah, and I would say I've learned from them, and I mm-hmm. could definitely go into another one. I think it's based off where I am in my life right now that mm-hmm. it's not good for me to be in one, mm-hmm. and I don't desire one right now. And you're saying if I meet someone right, then I could. Yeah, potentially. I would be open to dating if this person was just like, holy crap, they're like everything that I want. I guess what's hard for me to see is, is that, is to find someone that has everything that I want. That's like really hard for me to imagine. Well, that's not gonna happen. Oh, this is what I tell. <laughs> this is what I tell people. I tell people my standards are so high that I could only date a robot that has that has been inputted beep 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 beep, like with all of the things that I want, mm-hmm. and so they do because it's a robot. 
But then I'd be like, crap, I don't want to date a robot because it's a robot. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, there's nothing out there. But that's fine. I'm actually okay with that. I'm okay with not having that right now. Because mm -hmm. most of my life I've actually wanted to get married. Mm -hmm. And I've wanted to have kids. And now I've flipped. I don't want to get married. And I don't want to have kids. I Like for me, if I do really like someone, we'll just stick around each other. We'll just stick around. I don't need to get married to you. I'm not that religious. Also, well, odds are we'd probably get divorced. Especially knowing me. I need to date a fucking tap dancer. I need to date a fucking tap dancer because I get bored. See, like, and I think that's good that I know myself that much. Like, it's not like, oh, yeah, let's date. <laughs> and then three months later, we're broken up. You know, like, I know myself enough to be like, yeah, we shouldn't date. Um, I think, again, I wouldn't get married. And if we were together for 10 years, then we'd have, like, a celebration because... Yeah, we were together for 10 years, and then if we were together for 20 years, having an even bigger celebration, like, I think that's when the party should happen, is um, on your anniversaries. And the more you have, the bigger the party, because that's when you should really be celebrating. And I'm good with kids, like, my background is in education, mm -hmm. I've been a teacher. Um, I think I would hate being pregnant, and I think I would hate giving birth. And I'm not very good with infants, either. I suck mm -hmm. with infants, but, like... Kids, I'm great with kids. So I could, I could see myself adopting one day, like an older child, maybe mm. like 17. Have for a year, then kick them out. Uh, no, but that's, those are just some things that I thought of. What about you? Mm. Do you remember the question? No, I really don't. We went on, we went on a long I'm so sorry. <laughs> See, I'm selfish. I, just... I totally forgot what the actual question was. Um, well, what was me. it? What was the question? Uh, let me look at the list. You? Oh, oh my gosh! My tangent was so long. You asked me about my how my my, my upbringing affected my relationship. Oh yeah, today. that was the question. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wow! <laughs> good job, Jen. That was good stuff. Oh, yeah, I touched on a little bit earlier, yeah, so I definitely think my upbringing has definitely uh, shaped me, um, especially because the majority of people in my community aren't married for the most part, so um, there's always, like, a lot of single-parent households, um, so I do believe that I was blessed to actually have both of my parents um, and still have both of my parents today, so I definitely mm -hmm. think that shaped me. Um, even my grandparents, my grandparents on my mom's side, they were married for 44 years. Wow. Um, before my grandfather died, so uh, they were married a long-ass time. So I think both of those examples show me that that is possible today. So nice. I think that's a pretty interesting, at least from my background. This is so funny. <laughs> this is so funny. My list is long. My tangents are long. Your list is short. Your tangents are short. Hey, I'm pretty simple. Guys are pretty simple. Yeah. We just want like three or four things and then you do that. I know. Did you zone out, be honest? No, I was actually listening. That's probably why I forgot the question. Oh my gosh! Yay! <laughs> High five. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. All right, let's see. Next topic. <laughs> He's like, okay, let's keep this moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's get this over with. All right. Do you think? Do I think? Yes. Do you think? I think I women think. know what men want from them. 
Um, okay, let's do a different approach. So, from a relationship standpoint, do you think women actually give guys what they want in a relationship, or do you think women give guys what they think they want? Um, I again, it's all about communication. I think women would give guys what they think they want unless they've talked about it explicitly. So, like, let's say we were dating. I don't know what you want. <laughs> what, what would I give a guy? I don't know. Attention? Sex? I feel like guys like sex. I think guys like words of affirmation more than girls realize. I think that's true. That's one of my... That's my I think too. I think guys like... Like, I don't know. Like, oh my gosh, you look so good in this jacket. Or... Thank you so much for mowing the lawn. Yeah. I think if women were more intentional about um, saying positive things to their guys, like, daily, like, guys would really appreciate that. But I think both sides don't get that enough, probably. Although guys would definitely put more effort into saying positive things to the girl. And I think there's a big guessing game because both sides suck at communicating. Mm-hmm. But most most people come from dysfunctional families. Yeah. So if you don't really see that, you can't really Do model it. it. Yeah. Right. Did that answer your question? Uh, to some extent. To some extent. Yeah. My answer is no. I don't think women do. I don't think they give guys what they want. I think they give guys what they think. So what, what would you say that most guys want? Uh, most guys, like what you're saying, most guys want someone who actually encourages them. You're not going to be the source of uh, what we're doing in life, but having you as like complimentary to that definitely does help uh, for that motivation, especially if you're in a relationship with someone. Um, when you're out there working or doing whatever it is that you need to do, having a woman to come home to is a lot of times going to be that motivation and like sometimes get you over um, on a tough day. But what would you want her to do? Like, let's say you came home from work, she was there, what would you want from her? Just, like... Uh, it could be just just anything, anything that shows that positive. you care, for the most part. Like, you want to give me, like, a nice back rub, that'd be great. Um, even if you, even if you don't know how to cook, uh, having... Trying? Like, well, I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> if I don't like it, I might have to let you know, but I'll let you know I appreciate the gesture, but... Yeah. Um, even so just, you, like, more positive actions. Yeah. I guess from both sides. Mm-hmm. And I think communication is huge because otherwise you're just guessing. I think that's ultimately where it starts. Mm-hmm. And where most people fail is the lack of communication. Right? If you communicate, then both sides will know what the other really wants. I think what I hate is when people are like, oh, you're not fulfilling my needs. It's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Um, so I guess that's a fault on both sides to not just talk about it. Mm-hmm. We definitely need more communication. What do you think girls want from a guy? I think most girls are the same. So uh, most girls definitely want security to some extent. Um, since the beginning of time, you want a guy that can protect you, provide shelter, um, finances, resources. Um, you definitely want affection. Uh, most women want a guy that like gives them quality time, let them know that they're appreciated. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those are pretty much the basics. That's pretty good. Although, you know how, like, 
culture has shifted, so, like, women want equality, mm-hmm. and then there's toxic masculinity. Do you think that has changed things and what women want from a guy? I think it makes it harder. So, women want guys that are aggressive to some extent to chase them, but with the toxic masculinity, that kind of takes that away. away. So, we can't really, like, do it. The things that y'all like us to do, we can't really do. So, like... Um, like let's say I'm approaching you right and I'm trying to uh, talk to you and then you just like brush me off so modern day I'm probably just gonna be like oh she doesn't want me out women are so stupid (laughs) women are so stupid to be like I want a guy to chase after me and then a guy will be chasing after her and then she's like oh my god that guy's such a creep Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my god women especially this is where the whole progressive uh, feminist thing comes in I'm sorry Mm -hmm. but it's like y'all are so hypocritical like you want a guy to show interest in you, and then when he, he does, you're like, oh, my God, he's, like, going to rape me or something. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Anyways. So it's just, it's just tough for us. It makes it harder um, on us to actually uh, right, do that. Right, right. I really hate to- toxic masculinity. Mm. Um, like, if a girl is bothered... Stand up for yourself and do something about it. You know, don't play victim. Oh, my God. I fucking hate that. Yeah. Well, contrary to my belief, the majority of guys aren't out here, like, trying to be... Right. And it's not... It's never the majority. majority. It's never the majority. Media (laughs) likes to play it like it's the majority. Mm -hmm. Like, guys are raping every girl out here. Guys are kidnapping every girl out here. Every guy's a pedophile. But it's not like that. Media's going to portray it like, oh, my gosh, this one thing happened... Better clear the streets, but mm. it's like, oh my gosh, this happened like one time. I mean, probably not once, but it's less, way less often than you would think. And if anything, be cautious, mm. be prepared, know what to do, but just live your freaking life and be, know how to stand up for yourself when something does happen. I'd say uh, with my friend group, I'd say like probably 95% of them, because there's always an outlier, but 95% of them. <laughs> Uh, they have the abundance mindset. So if this one girl doesn't want me, there's really like hundreds of others in the area that would. So we don't really like stress off of one person not wanting us um, for the most part. And we're not aggressive where we're going to like try to take advantage of someone. Um, I don't really find like pleasure in that. I don't know why you would want to like try to force yourself on a girl that doesn't want you. It doesn't make sense. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. Right. Like, if we're if, if we're like together, I want both of us to like have a pleasurable experience. Right. Be like dominating like that that's kind of oh weird to me so mm-hmm. yeah and the majority of the guys that i know that are in my group they feel the same way right because otherwise it's yeah. not enjoyable for any person I yeah feel. majority of guys aren't on power trips like that majority of guys are like respectable for the most part yeah so yeah we do have like you know some things that we do but for the most part we just we just have to. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> Um, all right, what's your next question? Um, do you think social media makes relationships better or worse? Long-term relationships. I would say, okay, I'm old-fashioned, so I would say worse because mm. let's say that there was none of this at all. Then, like, let's say technology was how it was 50 years ago. And we would just be talking to each other. Like, we wouldn't need any of this to talk. Mm. We would just be talking. And it Social skills would be a lot better because we wouldn't have all of that to distract us anyway. So we would, everybody would be better at socializing. 
because we wouldn't be so addicted to looking at a screen for hours on end. And we'd be practicing that more. Mm. And because we wouldn't have that distraction, we would just be, um, I don't know, we'd just be talking more. So I do see the benefits of the dating apps is, you know, it brings you to a larger pool, but without it, you don't even need a larger pool if you know how to actually, you know, socialize and network. Mm-hmm. And people, you pretty much had to because there, was, there wasn't this. So, I wish I were born in the 50s. I actually tell people that. Just because I am more of an old soul, and I don't like tech very much. What about you? What do you think? Obviously, there's good and bad. I think, uh, from a long-term relationship standpoint, um, I think it's for the worse. Because I think you have too many options when it comes to dating. Especially, like, with all the different dating apps and even with Instagram. You have way too many options that, uh, for the most part, oh, I'm not really enjoying this person. I can just go on like another app and find someone else. So it doesn't really, it goes back to the conflict resolution. You don't really have to work out your problems. You can just go and find a new relationship yeah. and not have to worry about it. So it's like, you just avoid everything. Um, if you keep doing that, it's kind of hard to actually, you know, be able to grow with someone long-term. Right. But on the flip side, I also think it's great because you get to keep in contact with people that you went to high school with or, like, um, elementary school. Like, my parents, they're on Facebook all the time. They're talking to people that they went to school with in the 80s. So um, I think from that standpoint, it's really good. But then, for the most part, our parents already have those social skills to be able to talk for the most part because they live the majority of their life without the Internet even existing. So I think that's also a plus side to it. But for us, I think it's worse for us, at least our generation. I agree. What do you think the six... I wish we knew this. The, the success rate of dating apps for people to actually get married off of them or be in a long-term relationship, I think it's incredibly low. I think it depends on the app, too. I think Tinder is probably low. but I think. What do you think is the best dating app? Uh, my opinion, I think Hinge. Me, too! I, everyone says that. I think Hinge is the best. Why do you think it's the best? Do you think it attracts people? I feel like it just it gravitates towards the people that, I don't know, it just attracts the right people. Okay, so Tinder is pretty much just like a world-known like hookup app. So yes, if that's you want true. like quick flings, it's Tinder. Bumble, I do like Bumble because it puts the ball in the, the girl's court. So, you know, if she's actually attracted to you, she'll send a message first. So I do like that aspect um, of it, especially with being a guy. You always got to talk to the girl first. So it's like a different, like a role reversal. Um, but Hinge, I like Hinge because it has prompts. So you can actually like talk to people based on their prompts. Um, and then you also can actually get a good view of what people do because you have the pics, you have the prompts, and then you can actually message them first. So that's why I think Hinge, and it's the slogan, the app that's meant to be deleted. So um, they want to get people off their app, or so they say. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. So I don't know, I feel like maybe like-minded people gravitate towards Hinge. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I've, I've met friends, I've made friends off of Hinge. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, I totally agree with what you said. I don't even think I have anything to help that. That was good. That was good. Boom. Shakalaka. <laughs> <laughs> How many relationships have you been in? Long term? Wait, first off, what are we considering long term? Um, what do you consider? Well, what... Long term, i probably say like probably over a, a year. year over or a year more? Yeah. Okay, so how many? Uh, for me, it's, it's two. Two? Mm-hmm. Okay, same. Um... How long were each of them? The first one was almost four years. Wow. How yeah. old was you in high school? No, I was in college. That was from like 19 to like 20, 23. 
Wow. That's on 23. Um, and how, come, then, how come it ended? Uh, with that one, we were just... Honestly, I don't think I was a guy that I was supposed to be at that time. So I think that was um, the main reason. You needed to I'd change. Um, yeah. So even though, even though I had... Uh, like a two-parent household, I still had to learn stuff on my own as far as like manhood and being the man that I need to grow into. Right. Um, so I was learning that. And I think me still being in that phase to learn who I was, I think that dampened our relationship and like caused us to, I guess, separate. So um, I think that is, if I was the guy who I was now, I think the relationship may have lasted longer, uh, possibly, but I think that's the main reason um, with that one. The second relationship was like two, a little bit over two years. But it wasn't in like official relationship, but we were still together for the most part. Um, and with that one, she was younger, so I just didn't think that she was in like a long-term um, mindset that I needed for like a wifey material for mm-hmm. the most part. Then so that's why that one needed. How old are you? Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> um. What's your ideal date? Hmm. I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty open, so I'll do anything. But um, I do like a... Okay, so if it's like super, super romantic date, uh, probably be like rooftop bar. Um, we dress up fancy. Um, we'll get like some good food, nice drinks. Uh, might go on by the water, like Riverwalk um, after that. And that's probably that one. Um, if it's like a super chill date, um, probably just go like a jazz bar or something. Or just out to the beach. No. <laughs> Not March 10th. Weapons March 10th. <laughs> so this is actually a joke. Have you ever seen Miss Congeniality? No, but I've heard of it. Okay, it's like, it's where Sandra Bullock, who's like an undercover cop, uh, she goes with her other undercover cop friend okay. to like solve this investigation. But she has to be part of like this beauty pageant, she has to be, go undercover as a beauty pageant person. Mm-hmm. And so she has to make friends with all the girls, and one of the girls is dumb. So one of the questions that's asked while one of the dumb while the dumb girl's on stage mm-hmm. is the guy asks, What's your ideal date? Which you answered correctly, mm-hmm. but she was like, Oh, that's a hard one. I would say, I, I forgot the date, but I think she was like, I would say April 7th because it's springtime and it's sunny, but a little bit windy too and the flowers are in bloom. Like she picked a date. Like an actual date. A okay. day. Wow. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, you didn't pick up on the joke, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure. I was like, "What is that? Like, a, is that a hint? Like, is that your birthday or something?" I was trying to figure, like, what date that was. <laughs> no. Do you have Do you have a preference as far as like uh, race or no? Do I have a preference as far as race? Mm-hmm. Ooh, you're making this racy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Personality is huge for me. Like, mm-hmm. like, remember how we were talking about, like, what do you look for? Mm-hmm. Like, everything that I was talking about, like, common values, humor is huge. Being active is huge. Um, so, like, I feel like all those are 
personality traits, although if you're active, you're going to be fit. Mm-hmm. So, like, that comes to looks. When it comes to race, um, we all definitely have preferences when it comes to looks, mm-hmm. right? You could do a slideshow of different guys, and there's going to be some that are just like, oh, you're cute, and some that are like, oh, you're not. But it's not necessarily based off race. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you look good or you don't, right? Based off of, like, so many different factors, mm-hmm. right? And I think it comes down to, like, minute details, right? Like, if you're... I think it's just scientific, like, if you're... Symmetry. Right, symmetry. Yeah. Just, like, even symmetry mm-hmm. or... I know I'm I know I'm a sucker for, like, curly hair. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, really into, like, Nick Jonas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when uh, I was younger... Cause he's like that curly, mm-hmm. yeah. curly hair. Um, and so there's things that I prefer, but I would say race is like, like that's not something that I think about. Mm-hmm. It's just like, are you attractive? Do I like your personality or no? Um, although I guess thinking about my past flings slash relationships, the most has been white and Asian people. Mm, so the people that I've been with, it's been always some kind of Asian. It's not always the same, but like some kind of Asian background mm-hmm. or white. And I think that's like it. Or, or maybe a little bit Hispanic too. But that's, so no, like that's not, that's like so low on the totem pole. Mm. You know? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Most people are going to go for uh, what they are. So, like, with me, I'm uh, black, obviously. So, uh, my preference would be black women. However, I don't only talk to black women. I talk to pretty much everyone. Everyone? Yeah. yeah. And what's fun, what I noticed, too, is, like, uh, so I was with this guy, like, doing stuff. But <laughs> I wasn't, I don't find him attractive. Like, I like I like this guy as a person. Mm-hmm. I really like this guy. Mm-hmm. He is really cool, but I don't find him attra- attractive at all. He's not attractive at all. But personality can make you more attractive. I definitely agree. That means he has the it factor. He doesn't have the look. Sort of. He he sort of. He's pretty friggin' weird. This guy is weird. <laughs> the guy is weird, but he's also very like easy to be around. Very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Easy to talk to. I really shouldn't say this because I only he doesn't listen. He's gonna listen to this and know it's him. <laughs> but I, I told him I'm like, yeah, I'm not attracted to you. But anyways, uh, personality can definitely make you more attractive. Like I would rather be with someone who's got an incredible personality, not so attractive, rather than be with someone who's like, wow, you're hot, and mm-hmm. then have zero personality at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and even like if you look at someone and you're like, wow, you're beautiful, and then they say something disgusting or rude or just like something that just makes you want to, then their attractiveness levels will go down because they're being a jerk or something. That's true. Most guys will talk to a girl that's like a six or seven out of 10 that has an amazing personality versus having a girl that's a 10. Like all of them. Every guy would say that because there's no. You it's not worth it. Connect. It's not worth it. Yeah, you got to be able to connect. 
there's there's plenty of times where there's like girls that are super attractive and then as soon as they talk you're like you're just like no yeah i thought you were better but other than that yeah um i don't really have a a preference for the most part Mm -hmm. um especially because i went to private school so it was like 95 percent white so pretty much everyone that I see, like all the girls are like pretty much all white. So you kind of have to like adjust, um, I guess, what your preferences are to some extent. And then once I came to USF, it was like a lot more diverse. So like right. more black people, they got more like Hispanic people. Um, there's like a lot of uh, foreign exchange students coming in. So um, that kind of like changes your perspective on uh, who you would talk to. And then, of course, on dating apps, you see a whole bunch of other uh, different races. So it's just like, are you hot or, or are you not? So it's pretty much like, <laughs> that's, a, that's what you swipe left or swipe right on. Right, right. Um, tell me, how many total relationships have you been in? What's total? So like, count up your serious, count up your flings, count up your one-night stands. Oh, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay. That's a, that's a topic for all. What are, what are, <laughs> what what are you um what are you looking for now? Are you looking for more, something more serious right now? I'm definitely open to something more serious now. Um, You're open. So. I'm open to it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not solely focused on oh I need to have a wife right now. You um, want to you know you want to be the right person for that. Right. Right, and you can't rush that, so exactly. I'm, I'm okay with that. So whatever, like, experience that I have along the way, I'm totally open with having those. Um, but also, I think I want to be a little bit further along in life before I actually, like, fully choose Good for to you. settle down. Yeah. Good for you. Um, what would you say was one of the best experiences you've had with someone in your relationship? And then what was one of the worst and what was like one of the maybe funniest or weirdest? So worst, best, funniest, weirdest. You could pick one. You could do all three. Did you have any stories or memories of anything interesting? Um, I guess one of my most interesting times was when I went to Miami mm-hmm. for spring break. Um, actually, my friend's house who I was just at before I came here. Um, he's the one who took me to Miami because he's from there. So um, we went to spring break and I met someone there and we like rented um, a hotel and uh, it was pretty much a fun experience. So uh, we went out downtown, uh, we got drinks downtown, we got tacos. So um, I pretty much chilled with her for like the three or four days that I was there. Wow. So you went to Miami with your friend Yeah. and then you ditched your friend for this girl? Well, first off, he told, he gave me his, you know, his condolences, his like, go and be married so i was like all right cool so that's pretty much uh wow wow your friend is super generous oh yes he's a yes he's a saint to let you do that (laughs) if my friend did that i'd be like that's that's just a jerk sorry i'm sorry i think that's okay so that's different that's different so i think girls are a lot more combative when it comes to their friends leaving them for other guys i think that's frowned upon yeah it is and you kind of get slushing for it with guys, that doesn't happen. Guys want their friends to be successful. So if, for example, uh, one of my friends came in town and he was like, hey, I got this girl. Uh, she wants me to go over with her. I'm like, all right, bro, you're cool. Uh, have fun. And then I was just like, leave your location on so you don't get kidnapped. So I at least know where you're at. And he was like, all right. So um, we don't, guys are different. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're going to go on a trip with your friends, mm-hmm. you're going to go on a trip with your friends. <laughs> you're not going to leave them. 
Anyways, yeah, that's same. very different. That's it's spring so break, though. Di- it's spring break, so but it's spring break with your friends. Everyone's turned up for spring break. I didn't intend to like. I know you didn't intend to, but yeah, we have different. Happens, so yeah, that must be a guy girl difference. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. Do you have any other uh, stories? Um. Mm, there's an old story, but that was kind of that was really interesting. Um, bad stories. Um, let's see. I guess the, one of the worst days I had in a relationship, I guess, when my ex was throwing things at me. I'll say that. That was suck. <laughs> I don't remember why she was mad. It was probably something dumb because normally women get mad over like the smallest things. It wasn't nothing to like be mad at. I'll like let you know. If I, <laughs> I'll really let you know if That's I messed true. up. Like, hey, I messed up. I'm sorry. Let's work through this. But this, this was not nothing to be like throwing stuff over. So she had like a like like this. She like, was very emotional. Glass. Yeah, she just had like a glass candle. Got a glass candle. Just like threw it on the ground. Um, had like plates of shit. She's just throwing them. Uh, had like uh, like spaghetti. Like spaghetti. The I guess the uncooked spaghetti. Like took them, was throwing them. I'm like, damn, where she's getting all these arsenals of stuff from? So I just I just had to walk out. Yeah, yeah. You can't get emotional over small things. I think yeah. that's why I another reason why I don't want to go into a relationship because like when I keep relationships more fresh, mm-hmm. or if I just have my friends, so I mm-hmm. like give them space, I give myself space. I don't go crazy. Like I know I've been more crazy when I'm in a long term term relationship like I, I I bring out the worst of myself with the people that I love most mm. like my family I'm so much like my mom I'm so much like my mother oh my gosh <laughs> and she can be like kind of sharp and quick mm-hmm. and when I'm irritable I'm like very snappy and quick I have a tone mm-hmm. it's not good it's not it's not it's not attractive but I, I like I get that from her and I'll use that with her when I don't have to be irritable. But like, I just feel like I'm the worst part of myself when with the people that I'm closest to. So that's why I try not to get close to people to the point where like I live with them and I'm in a close relationship with them because I tend to just be like, God, I need space. Like, I just do better with friends because I have mm. the space, but we have a close... Like, I have close relationships with my friends. Mm. But we also don't live with each other or see each other every freaking day. You know? Um, and I'm may mature. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but I think I just... I just know how I am or I know how I've been. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a tough cookie. Mm. But the, the thing is, like, I live alone right now. For all of you out there to know. <laughs> um, I actually love living with someone, though. I just don't think I can live with... I, I can't live with guys. And I can't live with someone that I'm in, in a relationship with. I think that might be the norm, though. I think we're starting to... Right I know! Yeah, I think it's going to be... We're going to start going towards a time where like people may be married, but living in different, different houses. Different places, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that? I think it'd be kind of cool because uh, you can get your, your space. Because sometimes you can't. Uh, for example, like my dad, my dad has like a loft in the house. That's like his area that he uh, goes to. So like he could always just chill there um, in the room. But not everyone has that. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes you just don't want to be in the person's 
atmosphere at all. So like, yeah, if you want a long time, you can't really. You're kind of stuck in the house, even if you like go. You don't really have anywhere else to go if you just have one house. Whereas if you both have your separate places, I'm just gonna go and chill at my place for a little bit, and you get that like time to process or just be you. Yeah, it's so interesting. I think that's what uh, what COVID showed as well, because a lot of people got divorced during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's because people don't really know the person that they're married to for the most part because you're spending all this time with them. So you just kind of get fed up. You don't really have space to go and like be just you and have some alone time. There's that. And they're also with their significant other in like probably what could have been the hardest times of their lives at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. That's hard. They're spending a ton of time with each other in what could have been the hardest time of each of their lives. Okay, two things. How do you feel about the LGBTQ community? And what do you think about open relationships? Um, LGBTQ, I don't really have a problem with them at all. Um, I'm straight, but I don't really care who your orientation is. It doesn't have, to have anything to do with me. Who you're having sex with has absolutely nothing to do with me. So I don't really care about that. If they want to have their rights and be able to be married, that's totally fine. Um, what was the other question? How do you feel about open relationships? Open relationships? Um, I think that's going to be a more uh, common practice, too. I mean, people have already been doing that because you have, like, the swingers and all of that. Um, but I definitely think that's going to start. Yeah, I think that's going to be gaining popularity as well. Or maybe um, not even open. Maybe, like, having two wives. I think that's going to be uh, pretty prominent as well, too. How, how do you feel about that? I think it'd be cool. I think you got Really? <laughs> I'm a guy though, so of course I'm going to say it's cool. But I think that obviously there's there's bad things. Okay, so first off, women are very emotional, so it's already hard dealing with one emotional woman. So you got to deal with two. I think that would be such a headache. But from the guy and me standpoint, I'm like, oh, this could be fun as far as like you know, like bedroom activities. That'd probably be a cool lifestyle to have. Um, but I think it'd be dope because um, first off, it's very hard to stay committed to one person for like 20, 30, 40 years for the most part. One of you, one of you is going to cheat most likely when he was going to cheat. So I think having like the third person that y'all share will like kind of like cut down on that. <laughs> okay. I don't like, um, I guess, or personally, I would not have an open relationship. Mm. Like, let's say it was the same scenario you just said. Mm. It was me, a girl, and a guy. I would not like that because I would start comparing myself. Mm-hmm. The other girl, mm-hmm. I feel. Um, I don't know. Like, you would... I, I guess everyone would have to love each other equally in a way. Like, I would have to, like, really like this girl. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like, oh, we're, like, both into the guy and sharing the guy. We would... I would, like, have to love this girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the guy. Um... So you really have to be open for that. Um, oh wait, that's 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 just polygamy. I think I messed up on that. That's just polygamy. An open relationship is more. You're you're, you're just one. dating someone. Yeah. You're just dating one person, and then you you get the hall pass to have sex with someone else. That's right. That one that one would suck more. Because then I like let's say I was dating this guy. And then I was like, we can both, you know, do whatever to whatever, to whoever. Mm-hmm. I would start, that's when I'd really start comparing, I feel like. 
myself to whoever. And I'd start asking. I start. I would just be very interrogative. Mm-hmm. Be like, who were you with yesterday? So I could not do that. Um, but the whole polygamy thing, you would just have to be so open for that. It's not for everyone. It's definitely not it's for everyone. Definitely I don't even know if I would even do it, but it's, it's, it's becoming more, I think, prominent. But um, I wouldn't do the. I wouldn't do the open relationship. After seeing what Will Smith is going through right now, yeah, I definitely wouldn't do open relationship. Wait, wait, what? Will Smith. What? You haven't even seen. You haven't been seeing stuff like him and Jada. I I don't watch anything. What's happening? Oh, we'll end we'll end with this. We'll end with this. <laughs> wait, what's happening with Will? Okay, so short story. So Will is with Jada, obviously. Um, pretty much. So Jada's like still in love with Tupac, even though he's been dead for like twenty six years. So she's still in love with him. That's number one. Um, number two, they were monogamous at one point, but Jada wanted to be open and Will didn't. So Will gave into no it. No way. Yeah, he gave into it. So they were pretty much sleeping around with other people. Um, and then most recently, like, was it 2021? So I think 2019 um, was when they dropped the info about her sleeping with August Alcina, the singer. They had like a they had like an entanglement. That's what she was like. They had an entanglement. Okay. Yeah. So um, that pretty much brought to the forefront that they were really like in an open relationship. Like people had suspected it for years, but no one actually had any proof until last year when they came out with the August Alcina thing. So uh, Will has been doing like uh, he just wrote a book. The book just got published um, like last week, so it's out now. And he's pretty much going on like interviews, telling people about like his relationship with Jada, his life. What's his perspective? Do you know? Uh, I didn't read the book yet, but for the most part, uh, what I do know is he said if he could do it again, he would not have opened a relationship up. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of jealousy that stirs up when you open when you open your relationship. Just so guys are territorial. So the very thought of another guy being with a woman that's supposed to be yours that could be very disheartening. And I right, think that's what right, to, yeah. So. I feel him on that, and that's why I say I couldn't do yeah, um, yeah, open relationship. Yeah, that's rough. Anyways, <laughs> this was fun talk. I, I really do like relationship talk. Um, we got to learn about different types of relationships, talk about what we want in relationships, different experiences and stories. So thank you, Trey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for for joining me on Genuine Connections, and I hope you guys all listen in next time.